today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Why has there been an increase in complications of strep throat? Media reports have been showing more causes, or sorry, cases of strep throat that have led to very serious conditions uh, which required amputation. Uh, to talk more about all of this, Dr. Jeffrey Pernicka is with us, MD and an associate professor in the Department of Pediatrics and head of the Division of Pediatrics Infectious Disease, McMaster University, and is with us now. Hello, Jeffrey. How are you today? I'm well. You? Good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Uh, what is strep throat? How is it different from a traditional sore throat, if there is such a thing? So uh, strep throat is just when people have a sore throat and they are found to have the group A strep germ in the back of their throat. So, uh, it, it, I mean, I, it's a common form of sore throat. It, it's not that severe. We do give antibiotics for people uh, who have strep throat, and that's primarily to prevent them from developing something called rheumatic fever, which is so rare that I think most of your listeners wouldn't ever have seen or heard of a case before. But uh, strep throat is a really common cause of, of sore throat um, in adults, but even more so in children. So uh, when you see this come into an office and you've detected that that's this what the person has, you prov- do you always provide antibiotics? Generally speaking, I mean, so if somebody is complaining of a sore throat, um, especially if they've got a fever and some swollen glands, and you do a test and you find the, the group A strep germ there at the back of the throat, the standard would be to give them a course of penicillin. Because mm-hmm. all group A strep is sensitive to penicillin, which, as you know, is like the, the first antibiotic that was ever discovered. Yeah. yeah. So, and how does it react to that? Because we've often heard that uh, germs do not, or these sorts of, maybe not necessarily these, but others do not react the way that they always did. Does this still seem to be a great way to, uh, to battle this? So every group A strep that's ever been characterized in the history of the world has always been susceptible to penicillin. We have lots of problems with other kinds of superbugs, uh, MRSA, all this stuff that, uh, you know, these other germs that you hear about coming out of, out of Asia and whatnot, but not group A strep. It is exquisitely sensitive to even just plain penicillin. So this theoretically can be prevented. Uh, do you mean... Uh, I mean, I guess, complica- yeah, complications from it. See, Treating it is, is not an issue. So absolutely. So so treating it. So there is never a problem finding an antibiotic to treat group A strep because they are all sensitive to penicillin. I think what we've been seeing in the paper is uh, increased sort of media reporting around severe cases of invasive group A strep disease, which in contrast to when it just causes a throat infection can be very serious. Um, and even though we have antibiotics that work, if people are very sick, by the time they start antibiotics, you know, they can have um, uh, unfortunate sequelae of that infection. And I, I think uh, people have, have seen uh, pictures of, of um, necrotic or um, black uh, fingers and toes and, and people being very sick in the hospital, that sort of thing. So, uh, obviously, this is relatively common. At what point does a doctor become concerned that this is moving beyond that and perhaps into these other areas that are more severe? So, it doesn't usually happen that strep throat gets worse. So, just to put this in context, right, like it's very common to have this group A strep germ live in our throats. If you, you know, I might have it in my throat right now, you might have it in yours. If you go to some random, you know, grade six class and you swab everybody, I bet you, you know, half the kids have it in there. (laughs) So, it's normal to be around. and uh, even if you didn't treat strep throat with antibiotics, it's very likely that it would just go away by itself and nothing bad would happen. 
Um, so I think a lot of this, the, the reporting that you've seen, these severe cases, are not of strep throat that wasn't recognized, but are completely uh, separate um, illnesses when this group A strep goes into the bloodstream or goes deep into the muscle and starts causing problems there. Um, so I don't want people to worry that, uh-oh, that I might have strep throat, and if I don't treat the strep throat, I'll get fleshing disease or, or die. Exactly. That is, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, even though, so if you, if you, if we're, we're talking about group A strep, and the vast majority of group A strep just causes pharyngitis or often does nothing at all, those group A streps under the microscope look the same as these as group A streps that cause invasive fleshing disease and kill people. But in fact, they're usually different strains. Mm. And so if you analyze their DNA, they'd be different ones. And the, the, this, there are far, far, far fewer strains of really worrisome group A strep that cause this kind of invasive disease, um, which is why public health will track uh, invasive or life-threatening group A strep. And if there are people that have been in contact with somebody with severe disease, sometimes they go on antibiotics just to try to kill the germ in case it's jumped to their close contacts, if you know what I mean. So this is more about a different strain of strep than it is a strep that is left to fester or perhaps goes untreated and becomes this. It, that that's, is that's almost not the case. always the case. Right. Even though we're talking about group A strep for all of these, in general, it is the, the strains that cause invasive, terrible disease are different than the strains that cause regular disease. And the ones that are common and found on, on us and our children are the regular kinds of strains, uh, almost invariably. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.